Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Good morning. My name is Allison Mancini, your certified holistic nutritionist, and I am here with... I'm Julietta, the magical PT, and we are live here, the Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we interview other goddesses to empower all of you to become the best goddess that you are meant to be. This morning, we want to welcome Dr. Roxy Barber. Thank you so much for joining us. And and also, like, it's Mercury retrograde right now, so everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Uh, the guest we were supposed to have this morning, there was some issues, and Roxy stepped up last minute for us, so we super appreciate her for doing that for us. And uh, please tell our audience who you are, what you do. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for having me and thinking of me. And yes, the Mercury retrograde is in full action. I was getting worried when my power went out this morning for a little bit. So luckily my internet got up and running and I made it. Um, I am Dr. Roxy Barber. I am a doctor of Chinese medicine, acupuncture physician, and esthetician. I do a lot of functional medicine. I've been doing um, this for about 16 years now, had my own practice since 2011. And I really do um, a whole... Uh-oh, she froze. I know, like, no! <laughs> it is certainly Mercury. Oh, my gosh. Okay. He's awesome. So, Julietta, do you want to fill in on what she does? So, um, like she said, she's an acupuncturist and an esthetician, um, which is like a great combo because, um, you know, I've had facials with her many times, but it's like, you're getting a facial and you have acupuncture needles in at the same time. So it's, um, um, you know, she's working on you on, on both levels and, um, it has, (laughs) uh, great having her as a resource to send people to. And, um, Oh yeah. yeah. Lost her. That's okay. She's probably going to jump back on. So let me, so I can just speak a little bit because recently I went in for a consult with her and um, actually took my 21 year old daughter in for a consult with her. And what I love about Roxy, aside from the fact that like you just said, she combines both the acupuncture and the esthetician together. And she has such experience, you know, for 16 years. The other thing I really love about Roxy's practice is that she pulls in the functional medicine side to it, which is incredible um, because it takes in the whole body. Um, It doesn't look at specific symptoms. She takes into consideration everything from your diet to your environment to the products that you're using, like everything when it comes to your your skin. And actually, um, my other favorite part is that she uses toxin-free products. So she is very, very conscious about the products she represents, she uses during her facials. Um, so it is really incredible and I absolutely love, I'm very, very, um, excited for what she does and she did a great job with my daughter. She had a fabulous facial and her skin looked amazing. I cannot wait to use her. Yeah. 
So she's trying to get back on now. Hopefully she gets here shortly. <laughs> okay. So how have you been lately with your let's let's just talk about the two of us and what's been going on with our those four questions in relation to our our lives right now, since that's what we usually do here. So how has things well what's our first question is usually about Superpower. Superpower. So how, like, has your superpower changed lately? How do you, what's going on there? What is going on? I don't know that I feel like um, my superpower has changed. Ooh, we have Roxy She's back. Coming back. Oh, Wi-Fi, and it's not very great at my house, so I'm hoping it stays good. But, um, yeah, my, my power just surged again, and now my internet's not working. And now I have really, oh, that's weird. I got some fun lines going off around my computer. Well, we can hear you fine, so we'll I'm just back. go with it. Okay, good. Perfect. So anyway, we, we filled everybody in on, on who you are and what you do. So we will we'll dive right into the questions if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. And maybe talk up loud because you are a little bit quiet, Roxy. But um, so our okay. first question, our first question is, what is your superpower? Um, you know, I had to think about this lot a lot last night because I didn't I didn't really know. So what I've come up with with my superpower is I I'm pretty fearless. Um, it was it, and it never really occurred to me. You know, I grew up riding horses. I, I loved dirt biking. I loved. Um, you know, water skiing, jet ski. I just, I did all the fun stuff. I was never scared of heights or, you know, the stuff that some people really have issues with. And um, when I opened my business, my second business, when I opened my medical practice, someone asked me about a year into it, weren't you so scared to open it? And I was like, I kind of stopped and thought about it. And I realized it never occurred to me to even be scared or nervous or worried. I just was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to make it happen. So, and I've kind of, that's kind of been my trend throughout my life is I, I'm pretty fearless on most things and it's allowed me to do some really great things, have really great experiences. You know, I'm pretty outgoing and uh, I've met some really great people and made really good friends um, throughout my life. So I think that is my superpower. And that's I probably what uh, got her to like, just say, sure, I'll jump on your show last yes. night. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I've only, I, Roxy and I just met like a month and month and a half ago. Though I've heard about Roxy from Julieta for years, I just finally met her, and I would say that is one thing I noticed about you right away. Like you said it, you're very outgoing, but I can see how you're totally fearless. Like nothing seems to really, you just kind of go for it. And I think that's such an admirable quality because I feel like so many women today are extremely fearful of doing things in general. So what a great example you are to women. So I'm going to remember you when I get nervous about something and just be like, just go for it. Like Roxy does. <laughs> well, and that, you know, that's something I was thinking about while she was talking. Like um, I definitely have fear, but I've definitely learned to just step through it and, and go anyway. But I'm like, dang, how much more could I have accomplished if I didn't have the fear? Cause there's probably 
a lot of stuff I would have done, tried if that fear didn't hold me back. So that's an awesome superpower. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move into the next question is, what is a book that has influenced your life? So I couldn't narrow it down to one. So I actually have two. I hope that's okay. But they're um, somewhat similar. They're both um, military background books, which I find very interesting. But more so what they are is it's one book called Extreme Ownership um, and Navy SEALs that wrote this book. And it's a book. That's, um, um, do you kind of want me to give the cliff notes of it? A little bit. Yeah. It's, it's a book just about we've become this society that we blame everybody for our problems. Our business isn't doing well because of COVID. People don't want to spend the money. Well, there's plenty of people that are spending their money. You know, this line at Starbucks every single morning is down the road. So it's really um, getting rid of the excuses. If our business isn't doing well, it's my fault. Or if something's not working out, where is my responsibility in it? What could I have done differently? What didn't I do that maybe I should have? And it's really all about stop blaming everybody else. Blame yourself. And we lost your audio. <laughs> and we lost your video. Okay. okay. Sorry. You're good. Am I back? Yes. Yeah. Mercury retrograde, damn you. Oh, is that the, I'm looking at that book. I know, I'm looking at that book right now. That's by that Jocko Wilnick or whatever his name is. Yeah, yes. It's an amazing- I've heard of him. I've heard of him that he's really incredible. So I'm gonna have to throw that onto my list of must reads. It's so motivating. I'm big with audiobooks because I use my, you know, when I'm getting ready in the morning, when I'm in my sauna in the morning, when I'm driving, even though it's five minutes to work, um, I love audiobooks. <laughs> Time out. Wait, you're you're in your what in the morning? My sauna. You have a sauna? I have an infrared sauna. <laughs> Can I come stay at your house forever? <laughs> yes. It's great. I, it's a help me. It's like four feet by four feet. And, um, I, you know, I was going to a place where they had them, but the hours weren't very conducive. So I was like, I looked up, I'm like, well, if it costs me like $150 a month unlimited, but then I have to go there and I can get one for like four grand and they do 18 months free financing. I'm like, I'm going to get my own. So I did. Oh my God. That's hysterical. Okay. I totally, I digress. What's your second favorite book? I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. My second favorite book kind of falls in line with that. It's a book by David Goggins, another Navy SEAL, who um, the book is called Can't Hurt Me. So this is a, a, a man who grew up in a horrible situation, lots of abuse, not in a good neighborhood, not a good environment. I mean, the guy was made to go to school during the day and then directly to the father's uh, roller skating rink where him and his brother had to stay up all night working the shoes or wh whatever they were doing. They got a couple hours sleep and went to school the next day. Mm -hmm. So abusive father. And the story is just him um, where he could have gone down that path and blamed everybody else for his problems and his upbringing. But instead he pushed through that. And this man has done amazing things. He's learned how to, we have our ceiling that we put on ourselves for how successful we can be or what we can accomplish. And he's learned how to take his mind, take that governor off his mind and really push through his own thoughts. Because as we know, our mind really 
that's what limits us, not so much our bodies. It's our mind and the stuff he's done, the stuff he's accomplished. I mean, I'm, the more I listen to the book, I'm like, okay, this has got to be the end. How much more can this guy do? He's still only 33 in the book. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, has never run a marathon in his life. He signs up for, um, not the hurt 100, but it was a hundred mile marathon. He trained for three days. He went through seals. Um, yeah, he's incredible. Legs. He ran on broken legs. Yeah. I busted my toe and I'm like, I can't wear a sneaker. No, he's incredible. He's incredible. I learned about him, I guess, almost two years ago. And I, you almost, it's almost un, seriously unbelievable what he has been able to push his body through. Cause I feel like if I did it, I'd be like sobbing hysterically, groveling on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He's definitely really, really tapped into how to, how to take control of his mind. But I mean, I don't know if I'll do the stuff he does. I don't really want to run on broken legs, but, <laughs> but what a way to motivate you. I love to listen to my audiobooks in the morning because it really sets my day, but what a motivating book that really just, it, it it's really given me a lot of drive. And again, it kind of tied in with that book, um, Extreme Ownership that I listened to a while back where, we tell ourselves so many excuses and, you know, it, it's really just, you know, our mind and training it. So those are my two, I think, favorite books for sure. That's awesome. Love it. Great. And I love like, they're, they're definitely like a different, in a different realm than, than most of the books that have been coming up in our podcast so far. So and I've great read a lot ad, of and I'm like, Time to add some more books on my Audible, so I'm going to check those out for sure. Yeah. All right. Next question is, what is your favorite self-care practice? Well, of course, it's acupuncture, facials, hands down. Um, and I do love massage, I got to say. But really just um, those types of treatments that really... It's just get away for an hour or so, check out, no phone, do some really good energy healing, um, work on myself, my body, and just have that time to just decompress, relax. I feel amazing afterwards. And um, that th those are definitely my favorite things. I do my own treatments. You know, people, oh, do you do all your own work? I do a lot of it for my skin and for acupuncture. I treat myself a couple times a week. But I always tell people it's like this. If your feet are sore, you can rub your own feet and it will help. But it is so much better when someone else does it and you can sit back and relax. So I do try to at least a couple times a month go to somebody else, get acupuncture, get massage and get um, a facial. So those are my favorite things to do. Any, any of the like the body um, healing, you know, like Juliet, I come and see you. I love I know I'm sitting here listening to you. I'm like, we're due for a trade again. <laughs> we are due for a trade. Let's do it. I love our trades. It's amazing. Um, you know, yeah. Let, get. I love cranio with you. Getting on that sound table with the, with the, uh, the biomat with the um, amethyst stones in it. You just, I leave, and it's like, it's great. I love it. Those are my favorites for sure. And I love that um, that you're talking about this because, you know, as as a physical therapist, this is something that um, that I'm constantly talking with people about. You know, a lot of the stuff that people have brought up are things that are basically free. 
you know, going to someone for acupuncture, going to someone for physical therapy, those things aren't free, but people like, it's like getting them to, to understand that, that you're worthy of investing that money in yourself is so, um, so important. Yeah. And, um, they will make everything else in your life better. I mean, instead of worrying about like, you know, and people will go and spend five bucks at Starbucks without even blinking an eye every single day. Like make your own coffee at home and take those $5 and invest them in something that's truly going to, um, to benefit you and your well-being, and um, right, and we come across the oh, well, does insurance pay for it? No, insurance. I what I tell people is pretty much insurance for the most part. There's some exceptions. Is for when you're sick. Yeah. You know, this is preventative stuff. This is I would rather spend. Listen, pay me now or pay me later. You know, yeah, I, I would rather pay someone to keep my body in balance, do my preventative medicine, so that I'm not throwing my back out two weeks later and having to go and get acupuncture and massage and see Julieta three times a week for two weeks until I feel normal, normal again. Cause I can tell you it's going to be more time consuming. It's not nearly as relaxing and fun cause I'm in pain and um, it's going to cost more really. So I, I like my nice, even keel of staying healthy, feeling good and mentally too. It's just, it's, I love it. You know, I can always go to the beach, but this stuff just gives you so much more. We recently, and I, I don't think I've even told you this yet, Julietta. I mean, she knows my son. Um, Roxy knows my daughter. Julietta knows both my kids. But Julietta knows my son, and he's been through some injuries with hockey. And we recently actually invested in, um, it's a uh, pimp, red light, and amethyst crystal mat. We got him one to use at home so he can lay on it every single day. And I was visiting him this weekend and I pulled that baby out and I laid down on it for 20 minutes. And I was like, this thing is so awesome. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't, you know, just felt so calming and just grounded, I guess is the best way to put it after just laying on it for 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can, I agree with you, like what you just said, you're, you can either pay now to stay healthy or pay later a lot more to be sick. So, <laughs> and you don't feel good later. Right. And you, and you waste time because you don't feel well and you can't accomplish things because you don't feel well. I mean, I know firsthand how, if you do not have your health, it really is hard to get through your day and to do the things that you want to do. So do the preventative stuff. See Roxy, see Julieta, um, fix what you eat and you will be so much better off for it. Absolutely. All right, time for the last question. So, and just a little background for everybody. Allison and I, we like surveyed a lot of women before we started this podcast to you know, find out what's important to women. And one thing that came up over and over again was the issue of accountability and um, how does one create accountability in their life? So. What do you do to create accountability, Roxy? Um, you know, I used to look outside of myself for accountability. Um, and I've done some really great things and I'm glad I did them. But ultimately what has come down to it is self-accountability. Um, I, you know, I, over the years I figured out 
what works for me, what doesn't. I know having my goals written out where I can see them all the time and not my goals of, uh, you know, I want to re resurface my pool. Yeah, I want to do that, but my big goals too, you know, some current ones, long-term, my goals for when I'm 80 years old. Um, and I try to look at those at least once a day. And the biggest thing for me, I got to tell you, is I love the audiobooks in the morning. You know, I definitely sit in my sauna every morning for a half an hour listening to it while I'm in the shower, while I'm getting ready. And that, for me, makes myself accountable because it gives me such a, um, a motivation and drive to get the day started well and power, you know, have, have a powerful day and not waste my time. And, of course, I do have, excuse me, my list of what I want to do. I try to plan out the day before, okay, what do I need to get done tomorrow? My, my big things. And I have certain things I do every day. I have it. I check it off. It's done. And when you get that motivation for me, once I've gotten that stuff done, it's like, okay, on to the next thing. What else am I going to accomplish? Um, and really the audiobooks and honestly making my bed in the morning is a great way to start. So, um, my accountability is really myself checking in constantly with myself. I kind of think, you know, before I go to bed at night, how was today? Did I kind of, you know, not really take advantage of all my minutes during the day? Did I waste time having, you know, silly conversations that aren't useful or spending time with someone that maybe isn't the most positive person? Um, or did I kill it today? Did I do what I wanted to do? Did I help as many people as I could at work? Or did I go out and have a great day off and, uh, and not just sit around and not do anything? So checking in with myself and just having my morning routine is my ultimate accountability. Awesome. All right. Morning routine to me is key. If I, I, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but there are some things I feel like I have to do to feel like my day goes somewhat well. Like journaling is one thing I, I personally I need to do every day because it kind of gets all my all the craziness in my head out on paper so that I can focus on what's in front of me for the rest of the day. So I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Are we ready for takeaways? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll go first because I almost always make you go first, Allison. <laughs> but um, my two takeaways—can I, I have two takeaways? Yes, I can because because I'm I'm in control here. But one of them is, and I've been thinking about this. Like I put my Audible account on pause for a little bit, and it is time to reactivate the Audible and and get listening to books again. And my other takeaway was just, you know, when you were talking about your fearlessness and wanting to uh, like do some self-examination again and like, where am I letting fear holding me back in my life? And what, what can I step up and step through the fear on? So hmm, what will become of this? <laughs> What's your takeaway, Allison? I would say my big takeaway is actually the one book, Extreme Ownership by, is it Jocko Wilnick? Is that how he pronounces his last name or Wilnick? You know, I, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. It's, and I've just always I've heard, heard it him referred to as like Jocko. So uh, we'll yes, just that's with, why we call him Jocko. Yeah. That, we'll just go <laughs> with that. But, and I'll tell you why that's my takeaway because 
you know, my kids are 24 and 21 and we have a lot of conversations right now, especially, you know, my son's out really adulting and has a full-time job and he's out in that whole world and paying rent and living on his own, you know, and all that stuff. And then my daughter is going through her internship right now. And it's incredible to me how easily it is for us to always blame others and our situation for whatever's happening in our lives. And I see that in them and not like, they're not doing the woe is me. They're just doing what everybody does. Like we all do, everybody does that. So I think that's a big takeaway for me. And I, I, I recommend books to them all the time and I'm sure I won't get them to read this book anytime soon, but I'm definitely reading it myself and hopefully I can change my verbiage with them to try to encourage them to, to stop, you know, looking at this stuff on the outside and, you know, this, this person, that person, cause it's so, it's so typical. Like my friend's kids do it. We do it. Adults do it, you know? So. Very cool. Roxy, what's your takeaway? Um, I think my takeaway from this, besides that me and you need to get on each other's schedules, <laughs> you know, um, and maybe it's a little self, self-involved takeaway, but um, I was kind of listening to myself talk and, I, you know, I sometimes forget that I have accomplished a lot in my life. And sometimes I think as people, we can tend to find what we haven't done and maybe not always stop and be like, wow, look, look what I've done. Like, that's pretty cool. And stop for a minute and be proud of myself. And I don't do that very much. I'm, I'm more um, self-critical of myself quite often of what can I do better? So I think maybe I need to start my gratitude journal also to focus on what I'm grateful about myself for, but also just being here with you ladies, like what a cool opportunity and a way to support um, not only other women, but just other business owners and other people that are just, you know, trying to live their best lives and be helpful to others around them. So I think that is my big takeaway. I love that you say that too, because I know I'm guilty of it myself. And so many of my friends, like the women that I surround myself are powerful, accomplished women who are doing amazing things. And I see all of us like not giving ourselves enough, you know, pats on the back for everything we've accomplished and how much, you know, it's like, it's always this, you know, oh, I haven't done this yet. I haven't accomplished this yet. And um really we've all accomplished so much and we need to be we need to be proud of ourselves we need to acknowledge ourselves and so it's a super great point roxy thank you thank you for that takeaway and you know it's i want everybody out there to pat themselves on the back today yeah (laughs) and i think it's easy for us to pat each other's each other's backs you know and say how great oh my god julietta your new space is amazing i love it look at you this is awesome and we do forget to do it for ourselves but we're so quick and easy to do it for somebody else Mm -hmm. and we we do we forget about ourselves sometimes and that's so in so in my journal every morning i do two things first the first thing i do is write five things i'm grateful for and some days they're really simple like my cup of coffee other days they're really big but the next thing i do is write my five accomplishments things that i've accomplished either the day before or within the last week and it's a really good reminder of even the little things i'm doing that are 
um, moving me towards my goal. And it, it reminds me that I am doing things that, cause you yeah. know, it's like you both just said, we so many times we look at what we haven't accomplished yet. So for me, it really helps me remind me of what I have accomplished. So. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is my ask. Everybody out there listening to the show, wherever you're listening to it, in the comment section, I want you to write at least one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of yourself for accomplishing. Like everybody, please do that for me because that's a good yeah. ask. <laughs> All right, it is time to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for stepping up last minute and joining us, Roxy. This has been a fantastic show. So many good takeaways in this show. So thank you, thank you for being here with us. And thank you to our audience for listening, wherever you're listening to the show. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, share the show with your friends. And, um, comment and uh, all that good stuff so we can keep this going and all of the stuff that we talked about in the show today you will find links in the show notes um, how to get in touch with any of us how you know resources how to find any of the things that we've talked about in the show it'll all be in there so i wish you all a magical day bye, bye. thank you